0: This is Jimpinto.com E-News number 321, the 14th of December 2013. This E-News is read by Jim's text-to-speech robot, Mac Jimbo, or Mac Jimbot, if you prefer. As usual, there are 5 items and 3 feedbacks in this issue of E-News. Item 1. Drones for delivery. This recent news got my attention. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos outlined plans for drone delivery of packages weighing up to 5 pounds in 30 minutes. The Amazon drones will be called Amazon Prime Air for Prime customers. Happily I'm Prime. Amazon's Octocopter was announced on 60 Minutes. Some say this was a Bezos publicity stunt, hyped and timed for the start of the online holiday shopping season. Beyond just showmanship. There's reason to believe that Amazon is onto something. If nothing else, it's a reminder that expanded use of commercial drones is inevitable. It's not clear that drones would be legal. They're potentially hazardous flying objects with rotors, electric power supply and 5 pounds of cargo. Most drones would lack the automatic ability to sense and avoid other objects. There's the problem of drones being easy target practice for anyone with a pellet gun. Then the privacy problem. Imagine drones buzzing around with cameras, audio recorders and facial recognition technology. In my opinion, even if it takes a decade or more, drones will eventually be fairly common, seamlessly navigating the skies and amazon will be dropping stuff off on my condo balcony i think i'll email jeff bezos and request prime beta test status item two synthetic life biotech research pioneer craig venter and his team are the first to create new life in may 2010 They started with DNA and constructed a novel genetic sequence of more than one million coded bits of information and synthesized a functioning living creature. Craig Venter and his team figured out how to make an artificial bacterial cell, inserted their man-made DNA genome inside, and watched as the organic life formed a synthesized mood, ate, breathed and replicated itself. One of the two locations of the J. Craig Venter Institute for Genomic Research is in San Diego and I was at a presentation when Venter defined his new technology as synthetic genomics, using computers to digitize biology and make new DNA constructs for very specific purposes. Craig Venter's new book, Life at the Speed of Light, presents a study of this emerging field, detailing the origins, current challenges and projected effects on modern life. This book is a landmark work, written by a visionary at the dawn of a new era of biological engineering. It's not an easy read, but I'm slogging through it. Craig Venter Worries considers this the start of the new era of very rapid learning. There's not a single aspect of human life that doesn't have potential to be totally transformed. Item 3. Book. Human Race to the Future. Do you wonder about the future? What things will be like someday? How much further and faster can technology escalate? How will robots and biotech impact our lives? Will there be sudden changes with major impact? This recent book, published 2013 by Dr. Daniel Berliant, is easy to understand and even entertaining. It shows the importance of understanding the future and considering how we might react. Humans race for everything. The race among businesses to develop and introduce new products or services. The global economic rivalry between regions and nations. How much faster can this race accelerate? What can cause it to slow down? This non-fiction book is almost science fiction. It proposes many possible scenarios. Spanning from the current century to many more centuries and beyond, it is imaginative, readable and sometimes even humorous. If you recognize that the future is more than most of us may imagine, read this book, or download it to your Kindle for just $2.99. Item 4. Automation Futures while much of the world is trying to figure out the techno-acceleration that's occurring almost every day, the automation business lags behind, following rather than leading. The excuse for not trying new things too quickly is widespread conservatism. Many big manufacturing plants are still stuck in old-fashioned mainframe RIT, hierarchical top-down central planning and more of an organizational structures. And yet. Right under the noses of the slumbering giants, things are continuing to happen, the rapid rise of mobile devices, the arrival of the cloud and the Internet of Things, wireless connections everywhere. My primary application over the past years has been, technology futurist. Most of my writings and speaking engagements have been on technology futures topics. To close 2013. I'm listing here my writings and columns on several Automation Futures topics. I'll continue to write and speak on similar Futures-related topics. I'm considering including all my Futures writings in a book that I'll publish on Amazon's Kindle. I'll appreciate your comments and suggestions. Item 5. Jim Pinto Webinar with Perry Marshall, December 18, 2013. In the last issue of E! News, I mentioned the live webinar hosted by Perry Marshall and featuring the inimitable Jim Pinto. Hey, it gives you a night chance to interact this coming Wednesday. Please come. Here's the date. Coming week Wednesday, December 18th. Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 10 a.m. Pacific. The session is 90 minutes, with time reserved for live audience Q&A. Please do reserve the time and let's talk. Sign on now and put it on your calendar. As usual, there are three feedbacks in this issue of e-news. Feedback 1. Dick Carroll relates his experience with a trip to India. Dick writes, I remember my trip to India in November 2005. On all the roads as we drove around, there were masses of people. There were men who were generally not working, shopping, or doing anything that looked productive. Obviously, there are many more people than jobs. We saw thousands of small shops, most with signs in Hindi and English, selling everything. We saw lots of animals, cattle, monkeys, elephants, camels, horses, dogs, everywhere. Many animals were beasts of burden. We saw whole families, up to seven people, Riding on a single motor scooter. We took a side trip from New Delhi to Agra to see what must be the most magnificent sight in all the world. The Taj Mahal. This was another oasis among the throngs of people all along the three hour ride from New Delhi to Agra. Feedback 2. Pierre Corot writes on population and poverty. Says Pierre. I've been concerned about poverty since I was a young boy when I met some missionaries that told me about their experiences. I think that humanity should try to solve this in at least two ways. 1. Change the economy centered on capital to a resource-oriented economy. The Zeitgeist Movement is very interesting and they have three great videos about the way they see our future. Two. Education is the only way to reduce the population growth without war. The richest economies with the best education systems have lower population growth. The world's populations and consumption can't grow any more this way. I think I'll read Inferno, Dan Brown's third book, soon. Feedback 3 Martin Greenwood insists again that spam is not a problem, it just needs to be tweaked a little. The primary weakness of email is that it is free. The solution is to fix the faulty business model. In effect, we pay a flat fee to send as much as we like and receive whatever turns up, an open invitation to spammers because in effect, we are paying to receive spam. I believe that the solution must include a business model that parallels the snail mail system, where the sender must affix a stamp. The sender must pay for each and every email sent. One cent per email would break the business model of most spammers. Who rely on sending out millions of free emails to get a few suckers to respond. Most of your subscribers would be more than willing to pay a dollar a year for your newsletter. Go on, admit it. You could do with the money to complete your bucket list. Well, that's this issue of E-News. Please send us your feedback. Send your email to jim at jimpinto.com. Thank you for listening.